What? Let's go. Oh, it's How Bad Casts with Mike Linden and the co-host Stephen Montenegro and Dan Linden. That's me. Yeah. Great. Great work, everybody. Is that that, the new theme that's song? not the new song. Though, no, right? it's that's the intro just, song. That's the cold open. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So it's like we're just having a musical opening. Yeah, it's just like it's just like it's fun. the special How Bad Cast musical episode. Oh, great. Oh no. <laughs> I did not prepare for we're this. We're gonna podcast now. Uh, it's time to listen to our podcast now. Dan, I think that we're gonna what? I think we're gonna have licensing <laughs> shit, at shit, a certain shit. point. Uh uh Reverse copyright. <laughs> reverse copyright. Can you do that? I don't think you can just yell reverse copyright. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Does that mean they have to pay us for <laughs> singing their song? I, yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you meant you're reversing the copyright, so it no longer is valid. I think that's more what I was thinking. It was sort of like I was casting a spell where I was like invalidating the copyright. Is that oh, song? You have, to, you have to make the words sound a little, just a tiny bit Latin-y for it to be a spell. Oh, sure. Reversium copyrighty in Yeah. Oof. Oh, now you have to pay J.K. Rowling for her uh, for semi-Latinized magic words. Yeah, that like it's a common thing, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone like it, it's like one of those it's one of those like tropes that's prime for like intellectual property abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I was reading a thing on the internet. Mm. Uh, yeah, oh, the, the internet. internet. I was reading a thing on the internet the other day about uh, one of the gentlemen in the cast for Storage Wars, okay. the totally real reality show that doesn't have a cast at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, uh, but uh, he his whole deal is that he has a hat that says yup on it, and then when he bids on things at auctions, he says yup. Yes, that's correct. Um, wow. Uh, he makes $869,000 a year to be on Storage Wars. <laughs> I'm not joking. So, like... So he, he he gets paid. But how much money does it cost to get those hats? Ooh, right, great question. I'm almost certain they make them for him, <laughs> because then they get to sell them, and that's how they recoup some of the eight hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars a year they pay him to be on Storage Wars. <laughs> yeah, but so he got kicked off Storage Wars for what? He sued them uh, because it he didn't want to say yup anymore. It is his contention mm-hmm. that they that uh, some storage lockers that people abandon don't contain old antique treasures and that they were the producers were just putting them in there mm-hmm. um so uh the the show vehemently denied it mm-hmm. no one believed them <laughs> <laughs> um uh but uh but the show vehemently denied it and this was like it wasn't the argument about this he wasn't just mad that they were doing it he was mad that they didn't let them let him sell them after they after he obtained them, you know, fraudulently in these storage lockers. Yeah, because eight hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars a year wasn't enough. He needed an extra what, like two hundred and forty dollars an episode for those antiques. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is what happens when you take something that is your passion and you corrupt it for some uh, big corporate reality show. Yes, I think that that was. I think he got all of the money, but he lost the love. I think. I think that was actually part of his claim in order to bolster his suit. Uh-huh. Um, but so in the process of this, uh, it, like they were also arguing over who owned Yup. Oh boy. Um, and apparently, uh, he was trying to make he he was claiming that he didn't and was trying to make the uh the show pay for the fact that he was also being sued by producer songwriter Trey songs because Trey songs claimed that he owned the word. Yup. (laughs) 
Uh, uh, no word on whether or not uh, Hank Hill will intervene. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is famous uh, song guy Trey songs written? I can't remember. Probably a Yup song. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any Yup song. Uh, um, I would. Uh, I know of Giddy Up. I've heard that in songs before. I think <laughs> you're thinking of you're thinking of my pony. <laughs> you know the classic genuine hit. Yeah, uh-huh. I believe the masters are in the Smithsonian. Ooh, nice. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. I mean, we have to organize a classic heist to find those secret masters. Heist. Reverse heist. We, we, get the, put, <laughs> we put the masters in the Smithsonian. Sneak into the oh Smithsonian. Construct a display around these masters. It's not enough to just have them in there. I, I think most things from the Smithsonian aren't on display. Right. Yeah, but like, if they're not on display, then how do you... Verified I really, the world. I really there. love this idea of sneaking stuff into the Smithsonian, yeah. <laughs> like to the point where, like, I would risk the forty-eight hours in jail trespassing uh, to pull a sweet heist to do it. <laughs> Reverse I, heist. I do love the idea of once you, when you get inevitably get caught on the grounds of the museum, just shouting "Reverse heist!" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and then you throw smoke bombs everywhere except where you're standing. <laughs> <laughs> or just yell smoke bomb and then run away while yeah. they wait for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just yell smoke bomb knowing that they will all flinch for a full minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only need about 40 seconds. I'm pretty fast. Wow. <laughs> um, I just... I love this idea yeah. of reverse heisting the Smithsonian. Yeah. Because then you just get, like, especially if it's, like, your own artwork or something like that. Because you're going to be like, my shit's in the Smithsonian. What uh, do you got? Right. Yeah, Indiana Jones had it totally backwards. He shouldn't have been taking things because they belong in a museum. He should have been hiding them in the museum in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to take them first. Uh, yeah, he still has to take them. I don't know. Maybe I mean he's got he's taking them from a bunch of criminals. So if he's just like convinces the criminal, hey, we're gonna steal something really juicy from the Smithsonian, but we don't have time to drop off that other artifact that you just <laughs> recently acquired. Just bring that along. <laughs> it seems like that's not something Nazis would go for. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like. It, what it, if it was the the fabled Spear of Destiny from Wolfenstein 3D expansion? Spear of Destiny. Yeah. Um. So Hitler I, loved that thing. That's true. <laughs> Whose spear was that supposed to be? I don't remember. Maybe it pierced the side of Christ that or something. That right. Anglo yeah. or something. That sounds right. Some white dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler was way into white dudes. Yeah. Does anyone know about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the untold story of World War II <laughs> is that Adolf Hitler was way into white dudes. <laughs> um. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I was going to yeah. how bad cast that, but I really didn't want the, the like, stinger before we went into the real show to just be, oh, Hitler. And, like, I don't know. Uh, it feels like... Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good black outline, but you're right. It yeah. was, like, tonally, it seemed, it seemed off. But, like, I, I think we've created a scenario or a world here in which uh, each time the Smithsonian gets a new value, valuable artifact, mm-hmm. they yeah. have to, like, lose their least valuable artifact... Because it's just, it's just adventurers convincing criminals. Um, no, we're heisting this thing from the Smithsonian. Trust me, you want it. We'll drop <laughs> off the other thing on the way, though. 
And but you got You always got to give them something so they don't realize they're not doing crime. Right. They right. just have a pallet of those office clacky balls in the basement. <laughs> That criminals keep grabbing. Yeah, and it, it, like everyone, yeah, every, every in every instance, it's like no, it was the queen of something's Benoit ball. That was, that was <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, like you, you're telling me that if you like, let's take Cleopatra. Yep. You don't think there's value to something that's been in her vagina? <laughs> I mean, you have a point. Yeah. Yeah. How bad, Cass? <laughs> hey, How bad, oh, Cass? so reluctant. Don't act like making a good point about bad, Cleopatra's Cass? vagina. How bad, Cass? How bad, Cass? Well, that was a good blackout line. Yeah. I mean, oh, a solid... Hitler. <laughs> Welcome it's fine back, now, right? That's we our didn't go out on that. That's our catchphrase now. <laughs> Way into white dudes. No I one do... ever tells you about that. I like the idea of... This. Everyone always thinks of Hitler the artist. Right. What people, yeah. what people don't know. Right. Hitler the failed architect. <laughs> yeah. So many so many books written about failed architects. I really like the idea of the Smithsonian like mostly just being upset that the reverse heisters are not following like their strict like organizing system where yeah. they drop stuff we off. Have to file that. <laughs> like, sir, please just <laughs> call <laughs> ahead of time. Uh-huh. And we, and we will put it, we will assess and have put it in the proper record. Yeah. How many, how many? I mean, the, the, the uh, tax reduction that you get for filing that charitable right. donation right. is probably right. going to be more valuable than those clacky balls that you stole. Yeah. And like, probably. Probably. And you just claim like. You just claim like fair value on all that shit. They just give you a blank receipt. So you yeah. could be like, no, this is very valuable. <laughs> Um. Uh, how many change.org petitions do you think there are to put stupid crap into the Smithsonian? Ooh, great question. <laughs> Ooh, that is a great question. Several hundred. Yeah, there's got to be hundreds. Mm-hmm. Like, like sign my petition to put my friend Taylor's bong in the Smithsonian because it was a real good bong. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Great argument. So is it like a shattered Wait, bong? Wait, was it great bong? Or is it like, just like... Oh, he just got a he's got a smaller it's bong. It's too gooped up now and he can't use it. I think you can clean a bong. I would imagine so. Yeah. I'm trying to see if this it's is a dish of some, some kind. Get some CLR. Yeah. Hey, it, what do you think a bong is? <laughs> it's I a just, dish of some kind. I just kind? mean like it's a container <laughs> that is made of a, you know, generally glass, glass or ceramic material. Sometimes plastic even? Sure. Like I had one briefly that was like small, but like glowed in the dark. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I I obtained it secondhand. <laughs> well, this isn't about putting something into the Smithsonian, but I have gotten a change.org Smithsonian thing so far. What is it? Uh, trying to change the name from something that apparently involves blood money. Uh, oh, it's like a real thing that like people might have real opinions about pass. yeah i think you're not I, satisfied this i think I, I think i need to go a couple of levels of this search deep to yeah, find what yeah. we're looking for yeah. well change.org is really like trickled like trickled off too like people don't really use it as much mm. anymore mostly because anytime you sign a new petition there they just sell your information mm. <laughs> literally what they do they're like oh you're interested in uh bringing all in the family back well <laughs> You know who wants to know that? NBC sold. Yeah. 
Information sold. This, I did get an article about how octopuses and squids change color, but that's... Uh, that's on change.org? No, they just took change and uh, used that as my... Oh, you got to put change.org in quotes, dog. Oh, I could change my address for oh, uh, the National Air and Space Museum. Do they know your address? Uh, Reverse heist. Of, but I... Yeah, let's go steal our information back <laughs> from the National Air and Space Museum. That's a real heist. Let's you're go. doing it. You're, you're you're doing a reverse reverse heist. Whoa. Let's go give our information to the National Air and Space <laughs> Museum. All right, it's not something that I found. Sir, I am just a security guard. I do not have the authority to take this information, and I do not have access to their records. So I was at the my National address is. <laughs> I was at the National Air and Space. Give Museum. me your phone. I'm typing it into your phone. <laughs> give me your contact list. <laughs> I was at the National Air and Space Museum. Braggy. Like, eight months ago, maybe, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, was, that's about right. Um, and I was in the gift shop, and they had these, Buying like... Buying model planes? No, this is my problem. They had these, like, adult size like, uh... Diapers? Uh, For astronauts? Astronaut diapers. You just, both of you, get it all out. <laughs> <laughs> these can be dumped when in zero G... What no. does that mean? <laughs> it means like... Of course it can. Yeah, but it's, like... It won't be pleasant. But like, no, no, it'll be... It's like perfectly shaped so that there's like a pocket that will hold it in place so it doesn't float around your butt. Are you just talking about changing your pants? <laughs> I don't know. Are you just saying you can like reseal it after it comes off of you without losing any of the stuff? You can do that with most babies too. Like that stuff's pretty In sticky. zero G? Well, that's just pretty sticky. Right. That's true. Have you ever touched baby poop? No. Why? How? What, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you I'm, talking about? I'm the everybody, youngest. Everybody touches baby poop at some point in time. It just happens. Um, have you never changed a diaper? No. no. What? We don't have any... We didn't have uh, babies around. No. How? I'm we like had, the youngest in the whole family. What are you... What are you, I? What are you just yeah. like... Basically. What are, you, what are you both just like Johnny Condom Seed? You just like wander around throwing <laughs> condoms at everyone you know? We didn't... What? So they don't have babies? Wait, so you're, li- you're I, I have never lived with a friend with a baby. Hold on. Your understanding is that the only way we could possibly have never changed a diaper is we were <laughs> aggressively preventing all of our associates from having children. Yeah. Huh. You don't just change your friend's babies when they're dirty? No, because my friend is like, oh, my baby shit itself. I'm going to clean this baby. I have been... I have been uh, I've been everywhere. And you have, like, nieces and nephews. We have a nephew. A nephew. Now. Yeah. No way. No way we would be trusted with the changing of that diaper. It is. Wow. That, so that is, that's I don't think actually, that's true. I was going to say, that's actually more impressive to me because any parent that uh, any parent that has changed more than, like, six diapers is perfectly happy to be like, yeah, just go at it. Change mm-hmm. that baby for me. Yeah, but I'm not going to offer that. <laughs> well, sometimes you just do it because you're nice. It just hasn't come up. Yeah. That's that's shocking to me. Like, I mean, I'm not judging you for it. It's just like... It's, I feel like you're judging this. I'm, I'm really... I Yeah, I don't want you to feel like I'm judging you for it. Like, it's just a surprising happenstance to me. <laughs> when well. was your first baby change? What were the circumstances? Oh, when was my first baby change? I was yeah. like four. Hmm. What's the... How... <laughs> So like you changed 
Like your brother's? Yeah. How much older are you than him? Two years. I didn't grow up in a great household. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, you know, people have babies. Sure. Some of them. We, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, none of us do. A lot fewer than there used to be. Thank God. <laughs> like, I'm worried about population growth. I mean, there's a there's a good slice of our society that's picking up the slack, though. I know. So. Well, that's the real problem. Is like that's not true. Like or trying to. We, I we have say. immigration. That's the only trying thing that's making our slack. population grow. Yeah, that's a segment of our society. Yeah, but that's are you not... saying are are you othering immigrants and saying they're uh, distinct from society? No, I'm saying that's not like I guess I meant like people that are like trying to. I'm not saying they're succeeding. I'm really just thinking you're of talking about people uh, of Walmart. <laughs> specifically, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, they are not picking up the slack. Sure, I mean they're trying to pick up the slack. They're trying. Right. They're trying. Like because you know, and I mean there is a movement afoot uh for what are those dudes that hitler loves so much white dudes oh yeah <laughs> um to be like yeah you guys got to have more white babies um right uh, there's also uh there's also a movement afoot amongst uh those white dudes that hitler loves so much to demand uh like dna testing um from their partners both men and women yeah uh like to make sure that even if they accidentally have a baby it's good and pure white Yikes. <laughs> yeah um Twenty three. I'm sure me, they have excellent science behind that. Yeah, Twenty Three and Me. Um, they don't talk a lot about it a lot in their commercials, but basically, white nationalists are their entire uh, customer base. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, like go online, like go to YouTube and watch, like and watch, like people like do like unboxing or like reaction videos of them getting their Twenty Three and Me, like uh, uh, like results back and oh there's a couple boy. of super cuts of like of like white supremacists finding out they're like one sixteenth black and just losing their shit yeah <laughs> it's awesome that is awesome um it's so funny to watch these dudes be like oh no what i but i've always been i've always been so good at being white and now it turns out i'm a mongoloid right <laughs> and you're like like the best part is in, like when they cry mm-hmm. And yeah. you wonder if they know what the term mongoloid means. <laughs> White supremacist crying is really a highlight of our current uh, hit time in history. My uh, like one of my favorite things is this like weird movement of people that love just love America so much that it's okay that they cry while recording a video of themselves talking about how much they love America, uh-huh. and they're always sitting in the front seat of their truck mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, there's so many fucking vlogs out there about how much people love America. It's weird to me how, yeah, it's weird to me how many people feel compelled while sitting in the driver's seat of a vehicle to be like, now is the time. Not a vehicle, their truck. Their truck. (laughs) Now is, but I mean, not just that particular situation. I just feel like that's like such a common thing now where like people are like, now is the time. I'm ready to go off. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they just got out of traffic and they're just like hyped up. Yeah, or like, <laughs> or like someone bought the last like whatever they wanted yeah. at Walmart, and yes. they're just in the parking lot, and they're like, "Now, now we do this." Yeah, I guess if you like, uh, if you have any chaotic elements in your house, your car is probably, and even if you don't, your car is probably the cheapest, decent recording place that I guess, you can have. Yeah, I guess it's like your semi-functional sound booth. 
compared to like your house. Yeah. And just, then occasionally you might get my asshole in the background, and that's always funny. Sure. Yeah, because you're on the 405 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just go in a closet and throw a blanket over your head like everybody else does. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many vlogs look like that famous scene from the Blair Witch Project where you're just in a closet with a blanket thrown <laughs> over your head. Wasn't that uh, because it's sound quality is important? Wasn't that? <laughs> I mean, isn't that what uh, that crying kid? I cried about Britney Spears was doing. Maybe. Did he have a blanket over his head? I don't know. It just kind of looked like it was just sort of like a cloth. He built like a little studio background. thing. I think, yeah, I think he just didn't want people to see his room or whatever. Oh, sure. Um, uh, so I think I'm going to start doing, I think I'm actually going to start a vlog where I sit in a closet. Because there's like because audio quality is important. Yeah. And it's the most important thing. <laughs> so Are you going to start a vlog where you sit in a closet, you don't add lights to the closet? No. I'll use the light on my phone. Oh, oh, sure. The phone I has suppose. its own light, sure. dummy. Jeez. Are you going to just uh, read scary stories to tell in the dark? No. Oh, if you do no, that. It, it's going to be about my day, uh-huh. mm-hmm. the good or bad things that happen to me, because I keep it 100. Yes. Um, And it's going to sound great. <laughs> you should do it in that uh, uh, like creepy goblin cave under your closet. Oh, in that closet out there? Yeah. Where, oh, you mean like where the water mains are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the water shutoff for the entire my entire apartment building is in a cave underneath my closet for listeners. It's very disturbing. Like, you, there's just like a panel. And like, I realized one day, like, well, after I'd moved in, I think. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I can just pull the floor out of my closet. What? That's weird. There's a bunch of dirt and pipes down here. Oh, it's like the water shutoff. Pirate treasure. Yeah, there was no... See... This is the thing. If I was getting paid eight hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars a year to do that, right. some yeah. producer would be like sticking like would be sticking like old collectible harmonicas in there right. or some shit. And then three Black years later harmonicas. Three years later you would finally catch on to the fact that, hey, all of these treasures I've been finding under my apartment are always in the exact same place. How is that possible? Yeah. And why did I make a bunch of extra sets of keys for reality show producers? <laughs> They, they they always know when I'm not here and they sneak in. Ooh, like a uh, uh, Truman Show. Yeah, I guess I was gonna say like elves, but <laughs> sure, oh. you know the elves from the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. Also, Ed Harris was as an a, elf. As a, as a side complaint, what I haven't done any cobbling on my own in so long. <laughs> Every time I set my work down and go to sleep, I wake up and it's just all done for me. I think the producers are sneaking in at night and doing it. I demand more money. Uh, That's racist, sir. Not all elves want to do your cobbling for you. Yeah. But, I mean, like, how did I get all these wooden toy trains? Look, you can't just expect elves to do the literal labor (laughs) for you. For you to improve your circumstances. Objection, Your Honor. I'm going to throw all of these pennies on the ground so that the uh, defense... Uh, has to stop to count them while what? I win the case. What? You're That's- probably referencing something <laughs> I don't know about. Uh, it's one of those classic uh, old timey fairy tale things where, like, spiritual beings have a weird OCD need to uh, count beans. <laughs> so and stuff. wait, wait. So a way to like escape, <laughs> like a weird like forest nymph is to just toss crap on the ground and they have to count it. Yeah. 
that's a vampire thing too. Like if you, uh, like if you they just couldn't cross like if, water. if a vampire comes in, like if you have like untied shoes or something, they can't help themselves but tie the shoes before. How is that not incorporated <laughs> in the Blade movies? <laughs> and is that a real thing or a thing you just made like, up? No, it's like. There's a thing where vampires like are compelled to count things. I am so angry. (laughs) There is not a scene in the Blade movie where he is in one of these like sexy vampire nightclubs and he just like tosses out like a crazy boomerang that then explodes into a bunch of pennies and he just goes count a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he never like and he never once uh, mentioned how how you have to tie your skates in a specific way <laughs> yes. before skating exactly uphill. yeah right right he also he also should have at some point just like uh i don't know just like broken a water main so that a bunch of water started running between him and the vampires because yeah, they can't cross running water yeah like yeah and they like they killed chris chris christopherson inside his like lair right like Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Reverse spoiler alert. For a movie that's like 20 years old. But they killed him in his lair. They didn't ask for permission to come in. I'm starting to think that the Blade film series does not understand vampires. Yeah. God, I'm so pissed. About Blades. Count them, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like... I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't like, know that was an so option. I can't believe I've never shared this information. I with can't you. either, because you always tell us weird crap. Yeah, and you sort of just acted like we should have already known this. So here from Dracula.cc. <laughs> no, that's not a reputable source. We've talked about this. We've talked about citing sources Old to Dracula.cc. from Eastern Europe suggests that many vampires suffered from a form of obsessive called compulsive disorder. Being fascinated with counting, millet or poppy seeds were placed on the ground at the gravesite of a presumed vampire... In order to keep the vampire occupied yes. all night counting. Yes. Chinese myths about vampires <sighs> also state that if a vampire comes across a sack of rice, uh, he, she will have to count all of the grains. Aside from the Muppet character of Count Von Count on television Sesame Street and a fifth season episode of The X-Files titled Bad Blood, this characteristic seems to have largely disappeared from popular culture. There was an episode of X-Files where Mulder throwed a bunch of millet Threw a bunch of millet at somebody. Road? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got- vaguely remember that episode, but I don't really recall. That I do remember a terrible episode where, like, Scully must have been busy uh, having her baby or something, uh-huh. where it was just Mulder. In space. Uh, foolishly falling in love with a woman who I think was, like, part of a vampire cult or something sure. and that's what he suspected from the beginning but he still wanted to like get into sexy times with her and things went bad but i assume that that could go that that relationship could go no further beyond a, a marriage because at the wedding you're gonna walk out the church and people are gonna throw rice at you <laughs> oh, oh that right. would be a disaster oh that'd be amazing <laughs> baby no <laughs> honey <laughs> We've got to go. Our honeymoon reservations are only three days, and it's been two already. And she spends so much time counting it, the sun comes up. Oh, oh no. And he's and he's a widower before he even knows what to consummate. There you go. I mean, <laughs> if you know what the lesson here is, he should, if we were just having traditional weddings in a church... 
he would have had a warning beforehand because she would have just like suddenly started screaming upon entering yeah, the door. Yeah, you know she can't go in the church. Exactly. Mm-mm. Unless it's a terrible night for a curse. <laughs> Obviously. What? Yeah. Then vampires can go in churches. What? Castlevania 2. Uh, what a horrible night for a curse. I see. That's when it transitions to night and uh, all of the weird uh, witch ghoul things start chasing you around the city. Great. But they can kind of go anywhere in that instance because there's a curse. I guess. Although, actually, every time you go inside, it's safe, it seems. Oh, but most true. of the doors are closed because the villagers don't want crazy ghouls. Because to they come didn't in. invite them in. Right. Yeah. Because you have to invite them into your home. The Castlevania music as performed by Scatman John Crothers. Nice. By the way, I sent both you and Noel a YouTube clip of some dude named Smooth McGroove <laughs> doing the Castlevania theme as a, an acapella, and neither of you made any comment on it whatsoever. Are you sure you sent it to me? Yes. I'm looking. <laughs> wow, this is thrilling podcast <laughs> content. I mean, this was su- this is something that's been bubbling up for a long time, and sure. it's time to finally hash it out. Oh, you did send it to me. How dare you not make any... Uh... Dude, you sent, me, you sent me ridiculous YouTube videos at 9 in the morning. <laughs> Blade, we need more millet. <laughs> I'll stop at Kroger's. It's Kroger. Sorry. <laughs> Blade. <laughs> um, I'm so pissed. So... This seems like a good transition. Yeah. You guys, I'm wounded. Okay. What? What do you mean? I, it, it took me, I can bend it now. Uh. It took me, but it took me a day to be able to bend my thumb again. I was completely convinced that I'd broken my right thumb. Great. What happened? In a terrible cleaning a waffle iron accident. <laughs> what? It just slammed closed on oh, my thumb. No. Wow. And like, it was like, like, I may have like fractured something. I mean, like, it still hurts like a motherfucker sure. right at the gym. Yeah, that sounds like it would probably hurt. Yeah, and it like immediately turned into this weird, smashy blood blister thing. Yep. And like, uh, like I could see the bruise forming in seconds. Like, so here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't clean waffle irons. No, no, you should clean waffle irons. More specifically, like, why are we bothering with simulated drowning when we can just make Al-Qaeda clean our waffle irons and then they'll tell us what we need to know? Jesus Christ. Wow, that is not where I was expecting <laughs> this to go. It seems more humane than making them think they're going to die. You just make their thumbs hurt. What? So, like, thumb screws, but waffle Oh, irons. I guess that already is a thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little different. But, yeah, because in this case, you have the implied promise of waffles that never come. Yes, oh, it's worse. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've turned on it now. I'm like, I'm I, I, apparently in this scenario, I've drawn the line against <laughs> the psychological aspects of torture. Well, now I feel really torn about actually putting this out there. I mean, this knowledge in the wrong hands. Yeah. Oh, but uh, but like one Bush president. Is dead. Yeah. So sure. there's one less supervillain out there that would <laughs> that would use this to, like, so Al Qaeda weren't nice, right? <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, let the record show that the, same the stance time, of this podcast is that Al Qaeda weren't nice. At the same time, Hitler would have hated them. 
So I don't know who to side with here. Uh, Choose one, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Be a man and make a choice. It's Hitler or Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if you saw Hitler and Al-Qaeda fighting each other on the street... Oh, this is that classic trolley problem. Oh, yeah. If Hitler, if Hitler is on one track and Al-Qaeda is on the other. If Hitler, Al-Qaeda, and your dog were all drowning and you and you could only save two of them. Oh, had to save two of them. Oh, I assume he would want to choose between Hitler and Al-Qaeda. That's a thing that Mike loves to choose between. <laughs> sure. You'd let your dog die, you monster. Oh. Wow. Never. Although, my dog also wouldn't drown. Why not? Doggy paddle, dude. Oh, see? So you've worked it out. So you, so now, thankfully, Mike can save both Hitler and Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Yay! Well, good for you. Oh, this is the worst Baywatch episode ever. I don't know. <laughs> you've seen Baywatch, Baywatch Nights? Baywatch Nights is not included. Oh, okay. oh, sure. That is a separate program. Still, I don't know. Same universe. Yes. Somehow, <laughs> yeah. You know you, what? Because it's nights. It's a terrible time for a curse. Yeah, that's that's how Baywatch nights should have started. Yep. What a horrible night to have a curse. Yep. And then the Hoff can just like say whoever he wants. Sure. They were not in any way like uh, you know licensed. You know the Hoff would have to choose Hitler. Germany loves him. Does Germany love Hitler though? <laughs> seems like that's it seems question. like the stance. Oh yeah, of- maybe maybe maybe. That would make it so that he would be arrested the next time he went to Germany. Yeah, it seems yeah. like the stance of a lot of Germany. I don't, I don't presume to speak for all of them, but it seems like the stance of a, of a lot of Germans is that Hitler caused them some trouble. <laughs> a lot of grief. Yeah. A lot of heartburn. Though hmm. it seems like the stance of an increasing amount of Germans that he was rad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe not he was rad, but like, man, he knew how to party. <laughs> How is that different than being rad, Dan? I don't know, because, like... You're thinking of Poochie, Dan. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe they're like, oh, he was a big turd. He just didn't... He wasn't uh, good enough at being Hitler. So, I think that there's a lot of people that would disagree with that assessment. Mm. I think... I think... I think there's a lot of people, hot take incoming, that think that Hitler did quite enough, thank you. <laughs> Well, we're we're what's, talking. What's the rule where an argument is over if you mention Hitler? Um, that one guy's name, Godwin. Uh, yeah, yes. Who literally weighed in? Uh, literally weighed in on people calling Donald Trump a fascist and a Nazi, and said, "No, this one's actually okay." <laughs> <laughs> the dude, like, like it was. I think it was after like uh, Charlottesburg, mm. like when people are like, "Yeah." It, when you when you congratulate Nazis, you and say that there are fine people, you become a Nazi, and like everybody's like everybody's like, so Godwin's law, see, like uh, the the internet is broken. Like I can I can say insane shit all I want, but you've mentioned Hitler, uh-huh. um, and like uh, I think it was like also why can't we say the N word? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but don't dare mention Hitler. Because you're not smart enough to argue with me then. Um, but, like, I think it was, like, toward some dude from, like, Fox and Friends uh-huh. who was, like, going on a rant on Twitter about how, like, we can't even have a conversation anymore about whether or not the president's a Nazi without bringing up Hitler. <laughs> and, like, like the dude, the dude whose last name is Godwin, like, literally weighed in on Twitter and he's like, 
In this instance, I'm going to allow it because he's literally defending Nazis. <laughs> Great. Which is super funny to me. I mean, it does seem like an important uh, exception to the law. Well, yeah, I think that's what his, that was his point. Like, there's, like, I, I'm sure I could dig it up, but there's, like, a long Twitter thread from him about it. He's like, you know, maybe don't invoke Nazis every time you disagree with someone. But if they're Nazis, <laughs> go to town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine if uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark had to end as soon as Indiana Jones mentioned Nazis. <laughs> yeah, right? You... You've lost the argument, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would be a very different movie. I guess the Ark can't melt our faces now because you were in the wrong by mentioning Nazis. Sorry, God, we win this one. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, when you think about it, God's, God was the first person to bring up Nazis. Ooh. He done made them. Oh. Yeah, now the movie now the movie would like they open the arc and then that weird ghost comes out and just kinda shrugs. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> oh, the ghost should have said that. <laughs> it's a living. Yeah, after melting all those faces, just kind of been like, <laughs> it's a living and then shot up into the sky in that uh, weird cloud hole. Right. You're now thinking of Ghostbusters too. No, there is a cloud <laughs> hole, sir. Sir? <laughs> Let's check the tapes. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. Yeah. We need Ooh, to find a VCR yeah. first, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't count if we watch it on DVD well, it count or streaming services. No. Yeah, Mike. Ah. Why, why did you turn on me? Because he's right. Can't check tapes without tapes. Why don't we just, <laughs> why don't we just uh, pause the podcast, yep. mm-hmm. go play a quick round of uh, uh the Seen It Indiana Jones DVD adventure game. What? <laughs> a uh-huh. thing that I own. What? What? It's awesome. <laughs> Is this like one of those crazy uh, like interactive VHS things or yeah, something? Yeah, but it's a DVD. So we can't oh. check the tapes. Yeah. We're still not checking the tapes. We can spin the discs. Did you own that and- game where like a Klingon would yell at us from our VCR? Or was that oh, somebody yeah. else's board game? No, it remember. must have been you all because I remember it. I guess so. I don't remember much of anything. I have a brief glimpse of a Klingon yelling. I mean, at I don't me. remember how the game worked. I just remember there was a Klingon in our VCR. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a Klingon in my VCR. And like every once in a while, their game would be like, press play, dummy. And then the Klingon would be like, Ooh, lieutenant, captain, whatever you're supposed to be in that situation. Uh, I'm speaking to you from the bridge of the ship that I've taken over. The Klingon homeworld. Whatever. Let me mock you. And then we'd go do something. Klingonia. And then I think it would sort of like, like he'd kind of like pull the curtain back and then he'd be like, player two must (laughs) take three steps back. Take that. For the glory of Klingonia or Kashyyyk or whatever it's called where they're from. It's Klingon. It's it like a dear, up? dear situation. Really? Yes. I hate that. <laughs> Vulcan too, right? Huh? Isn't Planet Vulcan also yes, Vulcan? That is also oh God, fuck you, Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> like that. I mean, that's just a sign of him being bad at his job. I guess. I mean, if somebody else came upon us, they might just be like, "Oh, it's human planet." 
You're thinking that all aliens in the world are going to be exactly like us humans, but Gene Roddenberry knew that there's such a diversity yes. of possibilities for intelligent life that, that they don't have might, demonyms. That there might even be some creature out there that looks exactly like a person with slight variations that has slightly different ideas about how they name themselves. Hey, we learned in that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation <laughs> that some weird other alien, like... Seeded the galaxy with humanoids right. in the hopes of peace or Thus something. officially uniting the uh, Star Trek and Aliens universes. Sure. Um, all I'm saying is that at first contact, we're probably going to tell aliens that we're Earthlings, not humans. I mean... It's probably true. Because demonyms fucking exist. <laughs> all right. Maybe in all of their languages... They have a different word for it, but all of them are too hard to pronounce for human people. So they're just like, fuck it. You're playing a Vulcan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It seems like either it was lazy on the part of the writer mm -hmm. or lazy on the part of Starfleet. Mm -hmm. I would say the laziest part of the Star Trek universe is the fact that Romulans are like just legitimately Roman society. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And where's Remison's? <laughs> Huh? Where's Remison's? That was a thing. They cover that in... Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, watch watch the classic uh, Star Trek, uh, whichever one, where uh, where Bane plays yeah. uh, Jean-Luc Picard clone. Yeah. It's Bane? weird. Yeah. But, like, Picard enunciates so well. It's weird. That's the weirdest part <laughs> about it. Number one, he's skinnier than he's ever been. Yeah. And number two, he actually enunciates words. Yeah. It's oh, very oh, strange. Oh, oh, oh. He actually does a pretty decent <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Well, he's British, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Thomas? Tom I Hardy? I don't know. I think he goes by I think Tom. we like to do Tom nowadays. We? It might be Thomas in the Star Trek universe. Maybe. Well, it feels like if he's British, too, it's more likely Thomas than Tom. Oh, you mean like legally, like on his birth? No, no, no. I just mean like it's more like, like the English go by their like you know actual given names a lot more. I stopped watching that movie when he started having weird telepath sex with, uh, <laughs> with Marina Sirtis. That's how what? they always use Counselor Troy. She's always got some weird telepath problem that <laughs> <laughs> that what really doesn't we... have anything to do with the plot. Otherwise, what are we even talking about right now? It's a weird yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a very strange. A, movie. It, we're talking about a Star Trek movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I have. They I also just like randomly find a data. Remember? Doesn't that happen in every Star Trek Next Generation movie? But like, it's a new one. But it, yeah, but that's like Star Wars, where there's just always droids around. Right. I mean, there are droids around because they are like the slave labor of the galaxy. No, yeah. they like it. What? No, they just like it. What? They just like to, you know, be around people all the time and uh, do everything they're, for them. They're just not civilized enough to know that they don't like it. Is that a thing? Didn't you hear C-3PO in all of those Star Trek movies? Didn't you catch on to the fact that he loves every minute of it? <sighs> yeah, even when his arm's red. Yikes. <laughs> He's like, oh dear, my arm is red. <laughs> Small price to pay. For eternal servitude. That is my impression of Anthony Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty solid. Very yeah. solid. Oh, dear. My arm is red. <laughs> Small price to pay. It's a living. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember what the... 
Sorry for the incredible soundscape I'm creating as I take my sweatshirt off. Oh, to reveal your improv shirt. Look, it's a long sleeve t-shirt that just says improv on it. I wanted a long sleeve shirt. This was in my <laughs> closet. Long sleeve shirt. And it, I mean, so we know a couple of things about this shirt. Yep. Um, it was purchased in America. Yes. That's it. That's all we know. Great. Yep. Because everywhere else in the world, they call it impro. They sure do. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it's the most vexing thing that I've ever Like, if I cross the U.S.-Canada border, I, will it be called impro? I think Canada calls it impro, yeah. I cannot confirm or deny that. I don't remember. You haven't crossed the border to do impro yet? No. What are you doing? What's You know what? you got to graduate to border to international impro status. Toronto definitely has an improv festival. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but they might just call it impro so that it can be Toronto impro. What? Tarim, Tarim Pro. Tarim Pro. Tarim. Tarim. Oh, no. So uh, the Toronto Improv Impronto. Festival. It's called Ooh, yeah. Big City Improv Festival. Aha. So they, they, they likely call it Improv in Canada as well. So you have to get really British they, to call it Improv. What do they call it in Quebec, though? Improv. Improv. Let's find out. Okay. The Montreal Improv Festival is called Montreal Improv Festival. All right. Well, fuck it. Does it have a translation? Of course it does. Festival d'improvisation de Montreal. Ah, there you go. They're not willing to shorten it. They're real uppity about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn frogs and they're saying whole words. Hey. We're like a twelfth frog <laughs> or something, huh? Right? You're a you're a twelfth frog. Yeah. Uh, is it like an inbred great grandparents thing, or is it like a like three great 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 grandparents? I don't know. What's that? That's mean? how you be a twelfth of something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Heiser's side is like. Oh, too much information. Don't steal our identity. Oh wow! Yeah. Reverse, <laughs> reverse identity theft. Yeah, reverse identity theft. Wait, give us no, your identity. Don't give us your identity either. Don't commit crimes and then uh, try to convince the law that we're you. Yeah, we, we don't need to use them. I this isn't like a two scenario. That's like. what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid we're going to get two. <laughs> we talked about this. On, on I mean, the, we definitely did. Of course, like we've years talked about two on this ago. But I mean, recently enough that we should. We don't need to clarify that. <laughs> Two is a syndicated <sighs> late night program starring a man that didn't kill his wife, but I did. But not, not you, me. no. The oh, same no, you're man. just asking to get to now. Yeah. You can't say that. Yeah, you are. Um, it stars Michael Eastman, who is best known for his work in 413 Hope Street, or possibly on Ally McBeal. Okay, well, uh, I think maybe... <laughs> is it worth it to <laughs> pause the podcast to quick check Roku to see if two is available on any streaming services? You uh, can't even search for it. It's uh, called two. <laughs> it's true. Like the best you can hope for is to get uh is to get like six or seven pages of search results in and find Rob Halford's later side project, also <laughs> called two. Uh-huh. Basically, a guy has an evil twin, and that evil twin decides since he can't. What is it? I can't live your perfect life. Yeah. So I arrange for you to live mine. Yeah. So he like for he let me let me see if I get this right because I was pretty young when this was on. Uh-huh. He murders. His good twin's wife, 
Yes. Frames, good twin for it. Yeah. Then good twin. Because evil twin doesn't officially exist, I think. Oh, wow. Secret twin. Yeah. He's like a secret twin. Okay. Yeah. So then good twin goes out on the lamb because he's been framed for murder. Right. And then... Evil Twin doesn't even show up in a lot of episodes. It's like Good the Incredible Twin, Hulk, yeah. but he doesn't have any superpowers. Good Twin just kind of David Banners it around the country. Right. But then Evil Twin just kind of like follows him sometimes and shows up randomly. I guess. I mean, he's always hunting for him, but he needs jobs along the way. So Good Twin is hunting for Evil Twin. Yeah, to prove that he oh, killed his wife. Okay. Yeah, he has to I prove see. that he has a twin at all. Right, because his alibi is, it wasn't me, it was my identical twin. Right. I could see how that'd be hard because, to... F- because he, they went to court. Yeah. Or they, you know, they went to the police station. And they're like, hey, Michael Eastman, you and this guy, Shaggy, are the, are the two prime suspects. And Shaggy was the first one that said it wasn't him. Oh, my God. Wow. Why... Why did you feel compelled to? <laughs> and it why, was did just, that, why did you have to bring Shaggy into this? <laughs> and it was just good enough for the police. <laughs> wow. And then they also had Jeffy from the Family Circus, and he said he was the first one to say, not me. Yep. I hate this. <laughs> oh, Bart Simpson did not do it. Oh, yep. Hammer said, hmm, solid. What? But they knew he that Hammer wasn't a suspect, so he, he wasn't uh, part of it. What is happening? <laughs> Hammer was the judge at the time. Yeah. And they're like, Hammer, who do you think did it? And he's like... Probably that white guy that was married to they him. They made Hammer the judge because they were like, well, that because you use the judge's tool. And then Hammer was like, this is called a gavel. <laughs> this doesn't make sense at all. Hammer don't hurt It's him. MC Hammer. It's starring MC Hammer <laughs> as MC Gavel. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Because. It was a really good show, you guys. Because as people forget, Hammer had range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once again, if there are literary agents out there that would like to purchase this pilot. <laughs> Certainly. Email us. To make, to make a book? Well, like, literary agents, like, like that's like a generic term for, like, for like writer's agents. Oh. Little peek behind the business curtain. Biz talk. Unless I'm wrong about that. Which well, <laughs> shit. possible. But if you would like to purchase this pilot. If John Hodgman wants to go back to his old career as a literary agent. Yeah. Yeah. Just for this uh, pilot. Yeah. Because hey. it's so strong. Yeah. John? You really going to leave this on the table? I mean, I mean, it, it's got a star-studded cast. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy. Yep. yep. Jeffy from Family Circus. <laughs> yep. Bart Simpson. Yeah, wow. And starring... That is going to be expensive. Yeah, this might require some Disney acquisitions. Uh-huh. And starring MC Hammer as MC Gavel. Right. I think the... <laughs> The resident cat is uh, <laughs> losing has suddenly mind. woken up. Yeah, he's figuring out how to escape. Well, you know, that happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll just plaintively meow for a while. Great. Hmm. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't know if that got picked up by the microphones, but let let the listeners be assured there is plaintive meowing happening. <laughs> I uh, so resident cat uh. Really likes the family circus? Is that what we're learning here? I think so. Or wants to buy this pilot. Oh, wow. Get at us, cat. <laughs> buy this pilot. How would they get at us, Dan? Oh. If, if they were a cat that wanted to <laughs> buy a pilot from us. Cool cats and not-so-cool cats who are plaintively meowing from a bathroom right now uh, can email us at howbadcast 
at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please do not send your emails to howbadcats no. at gmail.com. No. That is not us. Yeah. And I refuse to as a, to get another joke email <laughs> address for this podcast. Yeah. How many do we have? Eventually Google's uh, <laughs> eventually Google is gonna listen to like use computers or robots to listen to our entire back catalog and be like, these motherfuckers are abusing this service. <laughs> How many do we have? Um let's see. We we I'd say dozens, if not hundreds. What? If not thousands. There's I mean there's only one that I can think of right now. Which I is I think we have one more. But uh how batcast oh, okay. at gmail.com from some sort of joke about Batman. Uh-huh. Was it from was it from Impatient Batman? Uh maybe our classic character Impatient Batman? Maybe Ooh, go back into the archives, listeners. Yeah. It's probably the episode's probably called Impatient Batman. Yeah. Probably. Something like that. <laughs> of course, it's just as likely that it's called something completely unrelated. True. Like, count them beans. Yeah. The notes, the the like uh, show notes probably say something about Impatient Batman. Well, there was, I mean, his debut, I think, sort of just came out of nowhere. Yeah. But then there was that follow-up sequel. Right. Where he fought his nemesis, Laidback Bane. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing a solid Patrick Stewart impersonation. It's so weird that we started our clip show so late in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the episode's basically over. Yeah. So, really, in that instance, every episode should be a clip show. We finish the episode and we're like, go listen to more. Right. Hmm. Get them listener stats up. I'm looking at you. Listen-o? Yeah. Listen-o? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the listening magician. <laughs> What? He can listen to two things at once. Oh, I listen see. Listen, the leader of the uh, uh, Saturday morning kids show, uh, Organ Cats. What? <laughs> He's a half cat, half ear. Uh, I can't tell if you're making this up or not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that uh, creators of 80s uh, kids shows, that right there should make you ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> but... If you're looking to make a comeback and want to buy some property, yeah. mm-hmm. Organ Cats, that's available. <laughs> yeah. We will let it go for a song. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the song is Let It Be. Sure. Oh, we get the rights to Let It Be? Yeah, that's, wow. the, yeah, that's the price. <laughs> the U.S. government tried to grow organs on lab cats. Then but the cats escaped. Yes. Now, <laughs> Organ Cats. The Ar- most disturbing children's <laughs> programming uh, organ since cats. that weird organ cats baby in the sun thing. What? I think that was just Teletubbies. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, they just left a baby outside. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so they got canceled. Yeah, that was no longer was no longer good commerce to be associated with them. No one ever really, no one ever really balked at it until they actually did it. But the premise of the show was. We are we are weird felt things. We have TVs in our stomachs. Yep. We will kidnap your children and leave them outside. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they followed through on it. Yeah. T- tinky winky. No one believes this. It's just uh, everyone thinks it's just a creepy pasta on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. But it true. Uh, who <laughs> wants to talk about things that they just uh, the end of the show, have I happening? What? I guess. Uh, do you want to talk about improv, Dan? Do you want to talk about improv things coming up? I mean, I don't. You have that shirt on. Yeah, I don't have it, anything coming impl- up. You don't but wanna, is there anything that you you that don't want to plug your uh, about? you don't want to plug your uh, international trip so that you can take the V off of that shirt? 
You gonna go over to I'm just put just put black electrical tape just on it. Just quick hop Wait. across the pond. Do you think do if I went over pro you and, think if I went over to Europe wearing this shirt, they'd be like, Hey, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Especially since we're not even in Europe anymore. Ooh. I mean they're 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 working on it. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. They're trying to figure out they're trying to figure out how to uh both be in Europe and not be in Europe. Yeah. Because Northern Ireland. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And Gibraltar. Yeah, that's weird. The Empire is strong. <laughs> the, uh, sun, the sun never sets on the British Empire? Is that what you're going for? I mean, it probably does at this point, right? Yeah. Uh. I mean, what do they do they have what do they have left? Uh they got some stuff in the like the South Seas and like there's a bunch of protectorates. There's gotta be some holes in that though. Yeah. Gotta be some some gaps. I think it depends on what time what what time of year it is. Oh sure. <laughs> I mean, the that's... sun only sets in the winter on the British Empire. It's pretty good. Northern it's all, hemisphere. Also, it's always winter. Northern hemisphere sort of. winter. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what's taken Brexit negotiations so yeah. long. They're trying to figure out the wording on this. What's our new slogan? <laughs> I mean, like, don't they still own like the Falklands? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And then, like, sort of. Yeah, I and, think they were like literally talking about that like this week. And then there's like <laughs> you know some there's some like protectorates left over from like the British East Indies, yeah. and like there's that one that's like a combination of like New Zealand and France, but also England claims it. Oh boy, that's fun. Does anyone live on that? Oh yeah, there's some people. Is this like that uh, fake island we were talking about last time? No, that's a real island. What it's fake just island? not made of rocks. Oh sure. Sealandia or whatever. Oh, right. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Check the tapes. Uh, you it's threw me off by saying show. it was a fake Clip island. show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, do you, re- do you guys remember last episode? <laughs> this is not the clerk's cartoon. <laughs> anyway, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, don't have anything going on. All right. Uh, but you can always... I always have something going yeah. on at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mike. don't. Every Thursday at 10 o'clock, side up at 9.30. You laugh your blast off. I feel like sometimes you like. Every once in a while, I pawn it off on uh, someone like uh, Aaron Isaacs or uh, mostly Aaron because he's hungry for it. (laughs) For pizza? Uh, Well, yeah. And also uh, money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess that's the end of the show. (laughs) Money. (laughs) Count them, motherfuckers. Yeah. Is that how you pay him? Do you just throw pennies yes. out in the... Yes. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, because he's a vampire. What? Yeah. Wow, That's you heard it here f- first. Scoop. Scoop. What? It's not a scoop until you bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Two, and honestly, if you can swing it, two Spider-Men. Whoa. Whoa, what? I want the one that's on New Girl and also the Puerto Rican kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he's Puerto Rican, right? I don't remember. Who? Check it out. In Sony's Spider Verse Adventure, or whatever I'm it's called, Spider Man into the Spider with what's going on with the Spider stuff. Spider-Man. Oh, the animated Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Which of those Spider Men? The main kid? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, the main kid. Who's playing like the Peter Parker Spider Man? The in dude that from one? New Girl. Which dude? The one that you know who it is. I don't know anyone who's in New Girl. He's not Damon Wayans Jr. because I would have said Damon Wayans Jr. Sure, of course you would. Oh, that's and then right. I got confused because he left for a while and then he came back. Uh, yeah. And then and then there's one other dude that you know who it is. 
Yeah. I don't know his name. Probably. Then how can you say we know who it is? His name's Jake, probably. It probably is, actually. They're all named Jake. Everybody's Jake. <laughs> Everyone is named Jake. On How Bad Cast. <laughs> wow. Yep. Solid content. Thanks for being with us, Jake Linden. Thanks what? for being with oh. us, Jake Montenegro. I have the coolest of these names. <laughs> yeah. Jake Linden's dumb. Yeah. Wait, are you also you Jake Linden? Yes, dumb? I am, I am. Jake Linden. <laughs> I you mean, ruined my joke, Jake Linden. Sorry. Uh, I mean, Jake. Damn it. Forget Jake. Gonna it's Chinatown. Huh? What? Yeah, no. A solid Jake reference? Yeah. We got it. The three Jakes. <laughs>